Hello, if and welcome back to it. Black Rock House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Why the Last Man, Season 1, Episode 8, entitled Ready, Aim, Fire. This episode was directed by Karina Evans, who did an outstanding job. And the teleplay was written by Coleman Herbert. Another really great episode. A little lower than the other ones I've scored, a 9.4 out of 10, but I still really enjoyed it. The show has a really good pace to it. It keeps beat with each character arc, and there are several going, and yet each time, like I miss 355, 355 did it again and Yorick and Dr. Mann and I wanted to know what was going on with that situation but I was completely happy to watch what was unfolding at the price max and it was equally as interesting and that is rare I hate to make another Walking Dead reference but I'll, I'll use Game of Thrones that's another very rarely but over its course of how many seasons has it had seven you know there were some arcs that were way more interesting during the season as, than other arcs and these are rather on par with each other they complement each other well it's balanced and each cast member is getting an amount of attention and development that is just so well finessed which is why when we got word <laughs> on Monday that FX has canceled the series. I lost my shit. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Myself, Shy and Mimi included, had a Twitter tantrum. <laughs> we were not alone. Did not understand. I'm like, damn, you didn't even get me into the end of the season. But, of course, I had to dig more deep into the story. If you didn't know, or this is the first time you're hearing this news. So I'm like, this is some bullshit. I'm not even kidding you. Out of all of the shows I wanted renewed for additional season, this was at the top. Foundation was second. Titans I could take it or leave it, <laughs> but excited for, and I'm like, the thing I really am attached to, I was having Utopia vibes once again. If you've never watched Utopia on uh, Amazon Prime, it's a really good show, and <laughs> my rage when it was canceled that was just a bad timing type of show and it feels like the same thing has occurred it was the day after or was it the same day i'm not sure but the hollywood reporter came out with a lot more details sources tell the hollywood reporter that his exit fx had to make a decision on the future of the series by october 15th which was the date that options on the cast of why the last man expired fx which landed rights to the ip in 2015 
picked the drama up to pilot in April 2018, and three months later, they began their casting. However, we know <laughs> that FX ordered the series on or in 2019, February to be exact. But then there were production delays, and then there were the fact that the cast members started playing musical chairs. The fact that there was so much behind the scenes, you know, delays, different showrunners, cast changes. The fact that this series came out such a cohesive <laughs> um, eight episodes thus far is rather amazing. Then there was, of course, the pandemic. Someone was trashing a show recently. Actually, I think it was Foundation. And I have made a slight comment to it. Like, there should have been a lot more people dying. But at the back, and I didn't mention it at the time, but in the back of my mind, I'm going, people, we are in in, in the pandemic still. <laughs> there are things that unfortunately can't go the way in which people would have wanted them to go if they didn't have all these additional restrictions like any other job so some of the critiques i always open my mind to the fact that they're dealing with filming in a different way than they've had to previously so they were basically paying some of the actresses and actors uh, in the lead roles amid the pandemic and then they had a budget that extended or came under a little 8.5 million per episode <laughs> so clark liz clark the showrunner had pitched a potential second season to fx execs in late september after four of the ten episodes had aired and well after the reviews for the series were published and ultimately fx declined in late september uh not late september actually they had before the deadline to respond to her pitch but they decided they're not going to pay an additional three million to further options not wanting to leave the cast in limbo yet again after they've already done so for about two to three years the cancellation decision was per sources not based on viewership figures without covid the show would have been on a different clock notes one source of the timing of the cancellation decision fx, FX production owns the series outright and per sources is supportive of plans to shop the show though the studio has never focused on being a content supplier for outside networks or platforms this was very shocking too because of the that's why i had such high hopes for a second season because fx has a tendency to commit to the people they work with so this felt really out of the blue when it dropped like it because i i felt they would at least considering this was on the hulu and fx platform they would look at their data at the end of the season and then get a good indication of what the viewership is and they couldn't have possibly done that at this current time at least not a full picture sources do say that hbo max is likely the target home for a potential second season as its corporate parent warner media also owns dc comics 
that would be great you know you can afford it it would be better critically received because this is a very critically acclaimed type of show writing that should be given more credence to the way in which it's directed and the performances of the actors and actresses on this show because they're all out i watched the last episode once again i'm just like damn i want to retroactively give that a 10 because <laughs> it was even better the second time around i was noticing things the showrunner liz clark says i have never in my life been more committed to a story and there is so much more left to tell she wrote in a statement that is on her twitter page so she is definitely working to get this somewhere else she has not given up on it so i will not yet but there is a pall over these last three episodes that i did not feel previously that i did not feel previously and that's because i'm very aware this could be some of my last moments with this series enough news and gossip let's go ahead and jump into the recap just so everyone knows because i know that she's going to be doing the run or she was doing the running man i don't know she might still be doing it and you know the cabbage patch rolling around because mimi was right <gasps> yeah i also would have had this out yesterday but i was feeling the tonsillitis trying to make its way back into my life so i spent the evening making sure that was not going to be a reality and you know what i won we start the episode with a wet kate she is confronted by roxanne who tells her she is outside the perimeter and that she should stop acting terrified and allow her to protect her kay said nah starts to turn around and run and gets a bullet to the back with roxanne being like why would you do that roxanne you don't have to put on the red light i think i laughed even harder when she came running everybody's like where did that shot come from everyone get to your post <laughs> where's kate never heard about kate the rest of the episode (laughs) i've seen this actress missy in a lot of stuff too and i love what she's doing with this character i think they gave a very apropos (laughs) uh origin story for this particular comic book villain and yes I think by the end of this episode we all should agree she's a villain the women hear the shot i think i already mentioned that but roxanne makes it out like they are being attacked hero and a few others are then shown target practicing on mannequins with sam still the odd man out literally and metaphorically hero who is a natural according to roxanne encourages him to give it a try himself after more man-hating rhetoric from said leader knowing what we know it's unnerving seeing her with a weapon next to our precious oh don't do it yes yeah oh my god but i have to say hero and roxanne in this moment is right learning to defend yourself 
as to not rely on others to do it for you is something one should learn if given the opportunity as he explains he worked in theater i'm surprised she continues to allow him to stay but i think she sees too much potential in hero nora stoically watches mackenzie have fun being pushed around in cards with the other children when nicole drops the bomb that roxanne doesn't intend for them to stay this woman cannot catch a break being discarded wherever she goes she confronts roxanne who in all honesty did treat them better than the last child looking for help she believes nora and mac will be fine out in the world but they are not her people meaning malleable young prime to hate men <laughs> nora did bring that up too she's like what because i'm not 22 flashback shows roxanne busting into the shelter where the women hold up scared with the pretense of miscreants nearby she tells them they can't stay where they are and brings them back to the price max that she has all the ready for her guests or new cult. there she makes herself into the heroine who fought to keep the peace when people were trying to steal all these supplies no one said how did you keep the peace because <laughs> the only way to stop someone from doing something is to i don't know repeatedly shoot bullets at them but that's for a later paragraph in the uh in this recap here she says that she is a detective not a cop because they see what happens to victims like them versus cops who ignore their cries for help she offers up reasons someone may be after them and hears that their house mother essentially left easy for her to become the new dominant i will say the transitions between the flashbacks and the present were the thing i was not the biggest fan of it just was a little jarring not in a gut punching kind of way but just in a oh we're back here kind of way <laughs> and sometimes i would be a little confused if i'm being quite frank presently she is telling more stories about women who didn't listen to her about men with sam sarcastically replying maybe the woman just didn't like you it turns out she was referencing something that was indeed said to her oh if men aren't sexually harassing you that must mean you're jealous of the woman (laughs) (laughs) i will say some of this is definitely things i have never heard anyone say but it's not that i don't believe that they're said not at all because that's just trash but it feels as if it's a particular area of trash in the world or on this continent i should say she makes hero discuss the men in her life with her not really having anything bad to say about her dad or her brother especially as he was the only one that really understood her and that everyone else kind of dealt with her the way they did because she was a dick she tries to turn hero against them saying that she was treated differently or less than the women mimicking her and the one that was like let's dissect that like what i mean it's very cult-like behavior right 
you isolate someone you then force feed them a truth that's not the truth until they start to believe that it is their truth and that's exactly what's happening to hero and it's because and we saw in that argument she had with sam she is missing some self-worth poor sam having to sit with roxanne's proximity bullying get back motherfucker you don't know me like that get back motherfucker you don't know me like that yeet, yeet. Woo, woo. i ain't playing around make one false move i take it down get back motherfucker you don't know me like that get back motherfucker you don't know me like that woo. nora then goes to sam to try to convince him to convince her into leaving with her and Mackenzie. She thinks it has something to do with his sex about a bill that she put into play that wouldn't allow for trans to be in sports. And she's like, that wasn't me. That was the person I worked for. And he's like, um, that doesn't matter at all. And everything doesn't have to involve me being trans. I don't trust you okay <laughs> not only that if you knew me at all or tried to get to know me you know i don't even play sports sam then goes to hero to suggest that they escape somewhere together but she is comfortable in swallowing the kool-aid because it's better to acknowledge they were wrong and you were the victim than take some self-responsibility that maybe you're not a great person he brings up Kelsey and the fact that they are in a cult <laughs> who are making her hate her dad and dead brother. But she tells him to just assimilate, even if that means fucking Kelsey. Bitch, you just jealous of my Super Saiyan swipe. He points out that this is messed up for him. Yes, all the women seem to like him, but is it because they view him as less than who he is? Which is a man. And then on the flip side of that, he's a man that's also continuously being told that he's a despicable creature by all the women that supposedly like him. <laughs> and I think that's why, you know what, I just figured that out. I think that's why she allowed him to stay. I think Roxanne knew that despite their, you know, rule against being around him for some time i think the women still wanted him around maybe because he was trans even that's that's that, like i said that's a terrible thing to be in a situation with as he's pointing out she's like you're trying to call me a slut i didn't put those words in your mouth honey just because you got a long string of men <laughs> but you do got a pattern and i see what that is and if i get close to you close to you in that way you are going to discard me like you've done so many other men the most profound part of this argument is when he points out that if you love me the way i love you then you would keep a fucking promise and that he didn't leave with those other men because she is family but before he could get through to her roxanne interrupts everybody else was eavesdropping they was ear hustling for real then again not many arguments happen that are shouting matches <laughs> i'd be ear hustling too we ain't got shit to do we all in our pajamas we have no assigned jobs it would seem <laughs> there are certain people on laundry duties certain people cook the meals it seems like a free-for-all 
Roxanne says you can't talk to her like that. He's like, I'm talking to my fucking friend. Can you go somewhere else and leave me alone? Hero, you okay? I'm fine. She says, why don't you just say I'm sorry? No, bitch, I'm not sorry. This is fucked up. And you know it. And he walks away. Later that night. I'm I was terrified for Sam all the way until the end of this episode. (laughs) I was really shocked that Roxanne busted him, saw that he was taking a few supplies, and then just let him go. When he said she's a good person, she's like, yeah, I got her now. And he leaves. I was like, oh. But she also accused him of stealing already. But we know who that was flashback i don't know why i laughed so hard at her trying to light those people on fire when she got the dead bodies (laughs) trying to use one of those candle lighters i'm like that's not how that works she finds the cop car with the dead cop inside then a horse which she follows back to the domestic shelter watching the women she's a maniac maniac on the floor I wrote in my notes at this point. I'm just going to predict Sam is dead somewhere. And maybe at season's end. They surprise me otherwise. <laughs> I'm going to believe Kelsey and Roxanne killed him. That was my notes. Roxanne finds a heartbroken hero. And admits her husband Eddie left her. Because men don't stay. And shows her the bonfire. With a group of women ready to throw a fucking party. Getting drunk and dancing to no music. She throws his hat in the fire and I couldn't help but feel the fuck opposite. Now fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. She is completely and utterly selfish and a narcissist. She joins the cult. Nora informs Mac who's dancing. They got sparklers out that they should leave with her not understanding why they should leave because she wants to stay she's like i'm staying well they don't want you to stay baby and that's how i would have broken down to her i had to refrain from jumping down her throat like i kind of really wanted to like freaking kids they're always the worst (laughs) but why shouldn't they be even worse in situations in which they don't thoroughly understand so i kind of and she's rather on the young side it's been a lot of trauma for her young mind so somewhere where she can sleep without having to worry (laughs) about someone after her nora walks through the party's mess with quite a menacing look at sleeping roxanne when she gets an idea i said oh lord jesus this this was an interesting play by nora i love how she was the one that woke up hero who instantly started throwing up from all the liquor i don't know how y'all supposed to protect yourselves you getting fucked up (laughs) i'm not saying the world clearly can't have moments of amusement but i don't feel anyone was on guard if they were like i trusted you to do it see there's no organization here but i know that she protected hero because that's her ticket and we uh hear her try to use that ticket a little bit later flashback once again to Roxanne who tries to push the cop car into the lake 
then has uh, a Tyson Mayweather fight with it, cleans up the scene of her crimes, and prepares for her cult ascension by listening to her women, <laughs> or the women. I think she kind of thinks they're hers. Just sitting in there in the grass while they can't see her eating freaking nasty Twizzlers. Then she's the one that actually causes them to panic in the first place. I told you that bitch crazy. The thing is right here, it was almost sad, right? You were like, oh, she's she's lonely. <laughs> you know, she uh, she just wants people to to be a part of her group she has some people that are primed for that and she seems to not think that they would accept her into their group for some reason so she has to go through all these machinations to do what she has to do but it feels rather at this point somewhat harmless if not a little creepy and then the other shoe dropped I was so happy to see Sam alive and not in a ditch. He comes across a school and begins playing the piano. Why not? He meets Principal Blackwell, who stayed at the school. As she puts it, one day children will return. She asks what he used to do before everything went to shit. Performance art. He begins to leave, but she tells him to take his time and play again as it's been the highlight of her day. And I'm like, girl, the way you singing, uh, you trying to break out like Beyonce. You doing, you, you don't need to be having that voice only in the choir. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that something, 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 something too little of. <laughs> <laughs> Nora walks through the mess she created with women at each other's throat with blame and irritation. They lost their haven that they valued so much and now will be forced on the road. Nora, sneaking supplies away from the camp, notices the cop car outside of the perimeter and finds an important piece of information inside. Flashback once again sees Roxanne avoiding two women that chase each other into the price max with guns until they kill each other because that was smart. She then decides to kill anyone coming through the doors. Hold up. I'm busy killing these bitches. Those people that were turned away were awfully lucky. Didn't even know how lucky they were. Roxanne now understand or Nora now understanding what she has to do approaches Roxanne with her secret telling her that while her instincts were good she's a bad liar I used to work in politics so I know something about lying and knows that you need something more to make the women stay as the men that beat them are no longer around and they only stayed because she had something to offer in this moment she makes a deal with the devil because i don't think she knows how fucking crazy roxanne is and i don't know if this is gonna be like i think she's willing to sell her soul in this moment but how much of her soul is she willing to sell because she does make it clear look this is what i want after she shows her what her leverage is 
that everything needs to be run by me i'm in the inner circle and that me and mac we eat first and that there isn't going to be enough to go around because surviving outside the gates means numbers the thing is i cannot blame nora here she's playing the game she's tried postulating herself she's tried surviving out there on her own which almost got her you know if she didn't run into hero her daughter could possibly have gotten infected and died who knows but she knows she can't go back out there and the only other way to get her daughter to somewhere that's truly safe in washington is hero even though i would have just dragged the girl with me like well it is a long way to washington so she knows she can't i think that part of her is using this group still i'm still of that opinion that nora is using them but she's not down with the rhetoric and the reason why i state that is because she says finishes anyway with and you can never say anything about my husband or my son again like i'm not buying into your bullshit is <laughs> pretty much the end of that sentence and that to me gave me some type of hope that nora simply is doing what she has to do and not so much like hero falling for the rhetoric that's being preached on her behalf she's willing to play the game and if her daughter is happy sure but and then her daughter coming over at the end and holding her hand i would have been like uh where's the apology like i'm sorry mom do we need to leave because if we need to go somewhere i'm not going <laughs> i said i was to go jump in the little girl's ass i wasn't gonna do it moving on flashback once again roxanne worked at the price max that's the secret where she was assistant manager to men who constantly got away with doing things that were under the sexual harassment code she has a chip on her shoulder regarding her husband who i guess left her after she was diagnosed with cancer and had a tent removed she genuinely does not like them and while that guy was an ass why would you throw stones living in a glass house she <laughs> it was like brenda caught you stealing that law and order dvd this looks like this is somewhere in iowa but i'm pretty sure they said baltimore is close by i don't know anything about geography i should probably learn that more but history has taken my life and unless there's <laughs> something happening in the area don't ask me where the area is hero is now bonding with kelsey who tells her if she because they do have those trucks which is a lot you can take the have people driving those trucks around you get more women they sleep in the trucks they they oh this is a problem but she's bonding with kelsey who's reading her palm she tells her look if you want people to like you and you like them back <laughs> like if you want to create bonds with people you're gonna have to stop being such an asshole and she allows her palm to be read and she says look it says on your palm you're going to be uh, help to a lot of people around the world and she's like yeah i'm skeptical of that and i'm like me too bitch me too nora and roxanne now have an agreement where roxanne does her speech a much more improved speech other than just hating men 
but now focused on female empowerment regarding the Amazons and the breast removal and they brought up what I brought up last episode about the fact that they chopped it off so that they can shoot their arrows better they were female warriors and just like that the daughters of the Amazon are born oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit Say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. Just remember what Kimmy's biggest fear was. Because they are out to recruit. And that's the end of our episode. I suspect we won't catch back up with them. Maybe until the 10th episode. Or, yeah, the 10th episode. This is the 8th one. I think Mimi sent feedback and said it was the 9th episode. (laughs) I see that right now as I'm pulling that up. So we do have two more to go, not one. So I think in, in episode 10, we might see them become a little bit more powerful or see exactly what their influence is. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe this is it. But I can't wait to get back to our favorite trio of characters. But this was a really great, as stated, origin story. I'm kind of not sure if it's for Roxanne or Nora, but I actually think it's for both. I do think that Nora is not going to play the character. I think Roxanne has cemented that role and I like Missy playing it. And I think that Nora being the one behind the scenes, because it was mentioned that she wasn't liked by any of the women. And I think it's because she doesn't fall into the category of, you know, as she stated, I'm not some young naive easily influenced person that's gonna ignore or give in to peer pressure like my teen years are over and i loved my husband and my son you're not gonna change those feelings and think that men is and she even tried to reach out to hero in this episode because she tried to get her to go with her that's what i meant by she exhausted all of her options before she decided to hit morally great opportunities and you can't blame her for taking stuff y'all sitting here boozing i really like the bonfire scene too once again the directing was sharp in this episode and with that last trailing thought i will finally give it over to the feedback section let's hop on into the mailbag it's Mimi this is my feedback for why the last man Um, I was not gonna send this because yesterday my heart was broken when you told us that it was canceled I'm still pretty fucking livid I think I was more angry after seeing the comments I, I usually don't look at comments and I go back and forth with people about this because I usually if something's bad news reading people's comments makes you more upset and I knew that and I don't know why I felt the need to see what people were saying I guess in my imagination I assumed people were gonna be like just talking about oh let's sign a petition this is travesty this show was wonderful blah 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 but instead I I saw people talking about the show saying oh so the world's just a crumble without men I'm like are you do you not pay attention we're not saying that the world won't get better, but men literally 
take a white men take up most of the jobs and i never even thought about it before christina but when you're talking about garbage men i have never in my life seen a garbage woman i'm not saying there are any but i bet you it's a very very small population and firemen most of them are men hence the name most police officers are men there are women in the military but most of the higher ups are men and i know that from my sister being in the army like i just don't understand why they feel like this show is far fetched and then some people were saying you know basically that men like it was a man bashing show like the the concept was created by a man and the concept is all the men are gone and they're showing you different aspects we not we haven't even gotten to the groups it might it's people like Kimberly who are devastated like her whole fucking mind snapped because men aren't there and that's her only focus and then there's people like Roxanne who are using you know damaged women that hate men as a way to get people to join the cult like i don't understand why this is first of all made up second of all it's one of the best written shows since i've seen i like i would put it there with black cells this show is phenomenal and you can tell that it's uh like a small group of writers that are listening to the story before and following along like it doesn't have 17 writers in a room all pulling apart episodes and forgetting what the other person wrote like i just i don't i just i'm really bamboozled and i i'm going to be like shy now Like I'm really not gonna watch a show that just started. It needs to have at least two seasons completed before I start watching. Like, cause this is ridiculous. I I can't take this anymore. It's really starting to get on my nerve. And then you have shows like freaking Arrow or Legends that have 17 seasons. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't freaking get it. I don't understand. Or or Blue Bloods or look how long Law and Order been. been on like they got to be running out of stuff to, to talk about now and they still going but y'all canceling shows i just don't understand the only reason i'm sending this right now is because in my mind i thought maybe it could be picked up by netflix you know netflix started this thing maybe they could do better and look what happened with uh you know the titans got picked up by hbo max like there's all these other platforms so i'm just going to i'm going to have very little hope but i'm just going to send this because i've seen it i might watch the last episode i might not i feel like it'll just leave a question mark because i won't know if it's even going to be renewed oh and there's the expanse the expanse was canceled too and they had like what three seasons so i'm just going to just going to send this um it's probably not going to be long cuz at this point my mind is completely fried and i'm still sad Um but I think the reason that I want to send it is because I don't know if you remember but I remember telling you when we first were introduced to Roxanne that that bitch wasn't a cop like I just knew it I I just didn't believe I I remember saying to myself this bitch looked like she didn't watch too many law and order SVU movies and you were like oh no I think she's a cop I'm did you say that cuz I remember you said that I remember hearing that you said that and I was like She don't never trust me. She'll never believe me. She don't never ever want to be on my side cuz you always like, let me just play devil's advocate. And you say that all the time, Christina, but this time, guess what? I was right. I just I really 
really wanted to say that. Like the whole time I was watching this episode, I was cackling. Even the part when she, when, when the, the, the person that worked at that Costco place, who was not a cop, sold that box set of Law and Order. <laughs> because I remember telling you, I didn't think she was a cop. I thought maybe she was married to a cop and she watched too much TV or maybe because you know police officers are I don't know if you I'm sure you've heard all the research to show how many domestic violence cases police officers have they're you know they beat the shit out of their wives a lot um that's a general statement because it's a lot it's a very large population (laughs) so I thought maybe she was an abused woman and her husband was a cop and this was her chance to be like him or something like that so I didn't have the backstory right but like when it first started and I was like when she busted shooting and stuff like that I was like that's the weirdest shit who who fucking does that who watched <laughs> I was like that is so fucking extra and then it started I like the way it went backwards and it showed us like her evolution from the beginning from the end to the beginning because it made what what Nora did so much better I thought it was actually pretty sweet and I knew Nora wasn't gonna leave I didn't think she was ballsy enough to fucking burn down that fucking store (laughs) and I'm not gonna lie if I was gonna burn down the store my ass would have went off into the uh into the outside of the place found me a truck or something and just stole a bunch of shit because bitch I'm gonna show you who you're not like if I'm gonna be petty I promise you I'm gonna be fucking petty so I guess her showing restraint the whole thing with her finding the cop car though that was just chance like I just don't understand what her end game was like she could have as wasted as they were she could have taken one of those trucks that were blocking the the entrance filled that shit up with a hundred a bunch of uh stuff that was non-perishable and fucking just kidnapped her daughter and took her and drove her and they could have drove wherever the fuck they needed to go in a truck and i guarantee you find a a group of people and you got a big loaded truck full of food they ask gonna let you in but that's just me like i i i think her plan ended up working out better than even she thought but i don't know that i would have burnt the whole thing down it just seems real dangerous I might have fucking shot Roxanne while she was sleeping. I might have done that. But, I mean, that probably would have caused a whole bunch of chaos. And none of the girls would have trusted her. So that would have been a good idea. But I'm full of emotions. So that's probably what I would have done. Um, what else? Oh, can we talk about Sam? Because I swear to you, when they were in there arguing that I felt that entire scene. Like, it crushed my soul. And I don't know what the actor's name is for Sam, but I've been seeing, he was in another show I used to watch called The Fosters, and he was in Shameless, and I I don't think I've ever, like, sat and paid attention because uh, he was always, like a, like, a side character and not a main character, but that motherfucker is fine, and the actor that plays Sam could get it. I think he might be skinnier than me, which, as I've told you plenty of times, I don't like men that are smaller than me. I don't want to feel like the chunky one in the relationship. But he has a very, very handsome face, and his hair is luscious. I would say it's even more luscious than yours. 
Um, but when they were arguing and everything he was saying was fucking facts, like everything, like you're being selfish. He was like, I love you. Just like I said, he he knows that she don't love him. He's like, if you loved me as much as I loved you, or even in the same way, you wouldn't you wouldn't you would keep your promises. You would even keep one of them, and she never does because she's fucking selfish. And I think he's finally realizing nothing's gonna tear him her away from this comfort of this damn this food and this drugs and this lifestyle and her being with a bunch of men haters like. And the fact that she looked him in the face and said that you're not trying, like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Do you not see the way that they're treating him? I guarantee if a girl didn't want to shoot a gun, Roxanne isn't going to make it. She probably try to manipulate her into wanting to shoot the gun, but she's not going to force her to do it. I just, I, I was so scared for him. And then when he was like, I'm leaving tonight and Roxanne over her, I really honestly thought that she was gonna kill him and I was ready to be fucking mad as shit like I already fucking hate hero but now like if Sam had been hurt or like put in a basement or murdered or something there was there was no reason that I would ever ever forgive her and the fact that she knows that she's fucked up but she just wanted her she wanted someone to say she wasn't wrong and that's what Roxanne was there for. And and I know Hero isn't that stupid. Like, I know she's not. Hero even getting jealous that uh, that other girl was all over Sam. Like, bitch, dude, you, so now since you got competition, now you mad at him? Are you are you serious? Like, that 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 scene was so well acted and I felt every every bit of it. But I, I'm telling you, Hero really, really is a piece of work. And for her to sit there and cry over his his uh beanie because he left bitch he told you you was he was leaving and you didn't you didn't want to go because you'd rather have a snickers bar in a bed over someone who's really there for you and i i mean i don't know how it's gonna play out but i'm certain that hero's gonna find out that roxanne is a fake and then she's gonna be all butthurt about it like i picked you over sam bitch shut up that's exactly what i'm gonna tell her raggedy ass when that shit happens so now I'm curious to see what it was. I guess I was supposed to be moved by that speech that Roxanne gave, but her being a fake, I just rolled my eyes. I guess it was a good speech, but she's so whack. Um, sorry she had breast cancer and her boss is a dickhead. And, you know, you've never got any of your just due. You were broke because you had to pay for your chemo and all that stuff. Yeah, life's hard. But her <laughs> turning into what the man, the, like manipulating those poor uh scared rape uh victims like from a sh- abused victims from a shelter like that's fucking terrible and she's legit fucking manipulating them she knew exactly what she needed to say to get them to trust her and that's what she's using like nora said the men suck isn't gonna work in the real world like she should be ashamed of herself um i guess that's really all i have to say i am very curious of what's gonna happen with nora's group i thought it was super cute that Sam went into his school and started playing chopsticks on a on a piano (laughs) I didn't know he could play the piano that was pretty cool so I guess um you know Sam is probably going to keep moving on maybe he's even going to try and go to the to the Pentagon I don't know I don't know how far he'll get but I am curious but like I said in the beginning at this point with what's happening with the show I I honestly don't know I'm just going to see what kind of mood I'm in 
um, at the end of this week, um, and then Sunday when when they put when they put it on air. So um, I'll end it here. Until next time, uh, love, peace, hair grease, the black girl magic, queen of the couch. Mimi out. That was Mimi with her feedback. Hopefully, I've given you at least a little bit more hope with some more behind the scenes. Yeah, never jump into comments. I know I sometimes do not follow my own advice, but for the most part, I stay the hell out of the comments because I already know there's nothing there <laughs> of substance, especially on something like, oh, uh, uh, those same people been saying the same thing everywhere. They're just, they're, 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 they're male bashing. So y'all don't have a bit of substance in your brain. Your, th- your skin is just paper thin and you can't, because you can't dissect the complexities <laughs> of what's going on, you just fall back on your base understanding. And that's exactly what that is. So, mm, that's exactly what would happen if all the men were to, I mean, yeah, it it's not very hard stretch. And where is the male hating? Only in one particular cult that everybody knows is fucked up and they're saying is fucked up is doing the male hating. Where is the other 90% of the show that doesn't focus on that? I I don't know how you can just catch on to one 10% of something and you're just like, "Ah, yeah, that's the thing. That's just, I, I can't. I just, it's just too much for me. But yeah, who do you think digging them fucking tunnels, doing all the manual labor? That ain't us. Why? Because our bodies just ain't. We ain't trying to do that shit. We in customer service. <laughs> we in nurses. We in, we in hospitals. Some of us as doctors, yes. But we are not in the manual labor field. If you want to say how un- how horrible it is, why don't you get your ass out there and start making a difference? <laughs> if it means so much to you, you go out there. Break them boundaries and them barriers. Bet your ass don't make it six months. Cause ain't nobody trying to be down there in the shit. Ain't nobody trying to come home smelling like just absolute boink. That's not, I mean, it's just the way of the world. Once again, if, if we want to change the status quo and that really means something to you, there's really not too much holding one back from being like, nah, you can't go blow up that mountain with the demolition team or go down and hack down them trees uh legends of those other shows i will say just uh because she made a point of making fun of me saying devil's advocate all the time uh actually it's not even playing devil's advocate <laughs> it's simply i think some of those shows that go on though cost not a dollars i mean they got that one set piece Half the time, they, they, they budget is very small. Very small. And they work with what they got so they can get 12 seasons. But yes, it is a little unfair that the more well-produced, well-written, well-acted shows are the ones that get the acts where you have these not-a-dollar shows always getting another damn season. And I knew, I knew, I knew she was going to be petty. I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. Yes, Mimi. I defer to your assessment of white women. 
in the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, but yes, I did point out that you called it. I didn't. I was like, oh, I was very, very surprised and wrong. I'm not too proud to admit I was totally wrong. And then when they did do the law and order, I, I cackled. I was like, damn, she... She was in the writer's room. That's what happened. <laughs> so like, let me construct this characterization from my fanfic. Y'all can take what y'all need. But yeah, you were dead on, spot on. Go ahead and stroke yourself. Ride that high as long as you need to, babe. As long as you need to. Jordan Fisher is the name of the actor. And you got a surfer man hair fetish. Just wanted to point that out. Totally do. Carlos Valdez, his locks is so beautiful. Um, Yorick, his locks is so beautiful. Jordan Fisher, I want to run my hands through his hair. I like long hair too, but you got a fetish. <laughs> and I'm with you though. Do not be, uh, uh, depends. You can be skinnier than me. But I would prefer that I not be the fat one in the relationship too. <laughs> I think that hero is too far gone. I think she was ready to settle from the minute she walked in that building and Sam needed to get behind that or Sam was going to be left behind. And she's feeling sad about the fact that he was left behind. And she keeps trying to say, well, you had it out. She's trying to make herself not feel guilty for the fact that she wants to continue to be selfish. But at the same time, she still want she wants her cake and eat it too. She can't have her cake and eat it too. So I don't know what's going to happen to Sam. Is he going to head for the... There are shelters outside the Pentagon. You don't need to get into the Pentagon to have a good time. She's putting shelters outside. <laughs> so maybe he heads that way. Be like, hey, I'm a friend of your daughter. I feel like that would get you into the Pentagon. I think that that's enough. To be like, hey, but we don't, he don't even know what's going on in that situation. And it still is rather, like, I was with Nora. It's ridiculous that you would not go see your mother at this point. <laughs> like, my mom, I had a hard time with her, too. I know a little bit about your mom. I know that, you know, I don't know what your past is. But I know what it's like to be there, to be young and be at odds with your mom and then she says my mom passed away from cancer basically a traumatic thing happened and i wondered about all the things i could have told her and how we could have reconciled that relationship and then you had hero being what the fuck are you talking about get away from me <laughs> so hero doesn't want to hear facts she wants to stay in her delusion that she shouldn't be judged for who and what she is instead of taking some accountability maybe in enough time she goes down a deep enough path that might be an option for her at least that's what her palm says and that is our feedback for this episode she was like fuck it i'm out she ain't even trying to hear it she all the way too mad she probably thought i was dropping the show i will not be i'm watching these last two episodes my preciouses i get it though you don't want to get to the end and then you're like oh but i don't get a, a solution for everything and i i understand that type of mindset i do i just can't personally jump on board i mean i'm never going to be able to you know if you don't have someone to support it 
because you want to wait for the seasons to come out i mean i guess that that's your own personal choice i i, I get it <laughs> but for me it's you know no, no show ever coming out is guaranteed a second season it just isn't it's how it's always been um and thus i can't as much as i want to always blame the studio you know things just sometimes don't work out same thing with utopia i was so mad about that but i can't not act like <laughs> the world wasn't what it was and that just wasn't the show for the climate um this is another show that is a little could be testing the climate but i think most of the people that even make comments on it i think this is a pretty well received show and i believe at 73 percent on the the meter thus far which is not huge you think it's not 80 90 but let's not pretend as if imdb or is it rotten tomatoes is the best assessment of particularly smart people judging things and it's all about those numbers in the end of the day which we don't have access to so we don't know how well the show is doing it's only supposition at this point seeing one side of it that's why netflix is so successful like yeah we don't need to put out academy award-winning dramas all the time we just need people to watch and our numbers come in and we got that data so i am very hopeful that hbo max will pick it up i think that they need something else that's in this genre because titans ain't it and red hood don't feel like it's gonna be it either (laughs) on their current trajectory at least consistently so yeah why not give it to hbo max and and snatch that up hbo max because i don't if you're gonna make me pay 15 dollars a month and you want it all year you got to give me more than one show every three months or every more like five months that i actually want to watch this will get me all year so maybe that's the name of the petition hbo max do you want me for three months or all year pick up why the last man <laughs> if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackercouch.gmail.com or you can send or leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>